This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is getting to the other side of depression. You have any comments on that, Diana? Hmm. Well... I've had over the last several weeks a lot of people that have come to me in various situations and circumstances and really talked about they're depressed for whatever reason that may be. It could be death, it could be sickness, um, and really, really down. So it kind of, you know, it touched me. It was just like because so many people are in that state, and I definitely believe that depression is is real. But it also, for me personally, um, I've been in that space, but to get out of that space and seeing the other side, it's a choice. It's a place that you have to decide that you want to feel happiness. You, you don't want to be stuck in that place because I do know for my own self that if, you, if you're not able to talk about it and be able to change your thoughts to be more positive and find those ways to be happy, that it's a spiral effect down. For me, Mm -hmm. it was. I felt that very much so when I lost my cousin and people that I've lost in my family and I had to decide, I don't wanna be here. You know, I don't wanna be going down this dark place. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of took me to another side of being happy, being able to walk that path and i'm not gonna say that path is easy but walking that path to going back towards the light Mm -hmm. going back to hearing the birds sing going back to being able to smile and really not just smiling on the outside but smiling on the inside and accepting that it's okay to smile Mm -hmm. it's okay to feel better Because in my depression, I can't speak for anyone else's, but in my depression, you're not supposed to smile. You're supposed to feel sad. You're supposed to be curled up in a ball in the middle of your bed and not let the sunshine in and not hear anything and not be bothered. But that's a lonely, lonely place. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get back to hearing the birds feeling the warmth of the sun, talking to my family and friends because I wanted to continue to exist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, I wanted to, I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. God, this is so beautiful. So I don't even know where I want to go with this at this moment, but I know, um, I remember saying that we do everything because we get some type of benefit from it. We get a payoff. It's, there's a payoff. So a lot of times we can walk around depressed for years and years and years, right? And so I was like, well, what's the payoff to being depressed? And I remember um, someone responding that the payoff is that that's your excuse to not do anything. Hmm. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> well, I had, I had to give that some thought because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? For me, I know if I'm depressed, I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And it's perfectly acceptable for me to sit back with my feet up 
you know, not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to give that some thought. But um, like I said, some some people are depressed for years and years and years. And, and I know that's how I was um, depressed for just about my entire life from birth, probably until like 21, 22 years old. And um, so nowadays, like if I experience bouts of depression, it's like, even though I know what I need to do to come out of it, I'll just stay there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I decided, well, let me do some research on this to try to figure out what's going on. And um, some of the things that I came across was just really, really interesting to me. So, for example, like being depressed and, you know, a lot of the other um, negative, more, I shouldn't call them negative emotions, but... Emo- like stress-related emotions, mm-hmm. um, they produce chemicals in your body. And so depression, um, the thoughts that cause you to be depressed, produces a certain chemical in your body. And your body actually um, becomes addicted to that chemical. And so the longer you're depressed, the more addicted your body is to that chemical. And it's almost impossible for you to just pull yourself out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's in the same way that it's you know, hard for you to decide, oh, I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore or, oh, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes, you know, like in the same way that those are addictions. Depression isn't can be an addiction as well, which I thought was just totally interesting, but it makes so much sense to me. And, then, you know, you're saying that and I'm thinking how I was at that particular time and that's that spiral effect of going deeper and deeper but I, at the time, I was okay with going deep. It mm-hmm. felt good, mm-hmm. you know, which is the, I would say, the scary part because it felt good being in that place mm-hmm. and I wanted <laughs> to be in that place and somebody else in my ear, you know, well, you should feel this way and think, I don't want to feel that way. I, I, I'm fine right here. Don't call me no more. Um, I'm okay. I want to cry. I don't want to see you. I'm coming over. No, you're not. You know, that kind of thing. So it is addicting. Mm-hmm. It's addictive to the point of, you want to stay in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say for me, when, when I was talking earlier of making that decision, and I don't necessarily can't put my finger on what actually snapped, but as quickly as just going cold turkey, but some people say well, they'll go cold turkey we stop smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, they just decide and I'm not going to touch it anymore. That is what I did that one day. I'm like, this is it. You know, I had to jump up and make myself do something Mm -hmm. and I had to stick to it. I didn't like myself because I wanted to go back to that bedroom in that dark place. But I took myself out into the sunlight Mm -hmm. and I took myself out to the track. I took myself out to a place where I could hear the birds and I could feel everything that I felt before I was going down this dark pit Mm -hmm. and this hole and... That's how I got out of it. Yeah. But it still comes down to, I think, a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not easy. Right. It's not Right. Easy. Because, I mean, if you think about, I mean, and that's if, you know, if we do indeed accept that it's an um, addiction, then if you think about other addictions, mm-hmm. like you can kind of want to not be, you know, I, I don't want to eat this ice cream, but as soon as someone puts it there, you're like, hmm. Maybe a me. little bit. <laughs> I just have a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> <Ain't> no. 
thing. And so, um, you know, like you always talk about the importance of a decision. You always say, I decided mm-hmm. blank. And once you make that decision, then you've cut off the other possibilities. And um, I just know for myself, like depression is a feeling that I'm very, very familiar with. And I'm very comfortable with that feeling. So um, from time to time, if I, you know, dip into it, it's just like, oh, it's almost like put on a comfortable shoe. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, hey, friend. <laughs> so it's like um, you just remember it. Like mm-hmm. it's like your body remembers. And because I was there for so long, you know, that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I know many people can say the same thing. Like uh, that's like a familiar friend. Mm-hmm. Um so, but just like what you said about deciding, because um, what this research was saying is that, like, typically we use our thoughts to control things, right? Mm-hmm. But when your body is addicted to it, it's like your body becomes the boss. Your body is the boss. So if you're saying, okay, body, let's go take a walk, your body's like, no. Mm-mm. I'm, I will not. You're going to lay right here. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> that is so true, mm-hmm. I bet, because I'm kind of going through a battle with myself right now, and, and I can just kind of feel the calling mm-hmm. for it, you know, and, you know, um, it's so familiar, and it's so easy to go right back to that space. Yes, I said I decided at that particular moment, but that's a fight for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fighting to be over here in this good space, but then you have this other side that's just so close, like, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. You know, just come on back. I got you. Mm-hmm. You know, And it almost feels like a dreamy space. Like, if you think, <laughs> this is so kind of like embarrassing to admit but like when I think about it, that's true. Like when I think about oh depression, ooh, <laughs> it's like this dreamy space that I can feel take place in my brain. It's like these waves of oh yeah, that would be nice right about. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it it's and that we're not making light of it at all because it's a it's a place you know that. I would say for me, um, it's a hurtful place, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a place that, and I can't put my finger on it, but it's like a hole in your chest that, or in your heart or the pit of yourself that just can't be filled. Mm -hmm. And that's a a deep feeling. And all you want to do, well, for me, is just curl up in a ball and just stay there, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and just relish in that dark place. But comforted in that place mm-hmm. if that makes any sense right. yeah because it's like i said it's like the chemicals that are now pulsing through your body that is what the addiction is so it's kind of like like i said um the depression is a stress kind of related um emotion and so stress causes certain chemicals in your body like adrenaline and so we all know the effects of adrenaline like if you exercise that's mm-hmm. one of the things that's pumping and a lot of people get addicted to the rush of the adrenaline through your body. Well, with stress-related emotions, that's the same thing that happens. It's like this rush of adrenaline 
that your body becomes addicted to. And if you are programming your body, like in my case for 22 years, that this is what you need in order to feel okay or in order to um, exist in your current life, you need this, then your body's just used to it. Mm -hmm. And so exactly what you said about deciding, and I mean, you described it perfectly in terms of when you have an addiction, then you have to now become take control of your body. You can no longer allow your body to control you. And so every day it's like you're dipping back into that, you know, I'm telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. You don't tell me what to do. I'm telling you what to do. And you have to keep pushing that. Yeah, it was a push. Yeah. And so you just keep dipping back into um, every time it wants to go astray, you bring it right back to what you want it to do. And again, that goes back to you got a vision, have that vision of what it is you will want to feel, what you will want your life to look like, what you will want to be doing. And you keep dipping into that well every day on a regular basis until because those thoughts causes a different set of chemicals to pump through your body. So when you're thinking about how wonderful, you know, maybe running through the, at the beach would feel or how wonderful it would be to laugh with your friends and mm-hmm. all that. That's producing a whole different set of chemicals, which is something that would, would really bathe your body in, in love and beauty. And it would be all the chemicals that would be the reverse of, let's say, the adrenaline and the cortisol. Mm-hmm. Um, so these would be things that would help your body, like, just to be more healthy and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like the good chemicals. You know, so you want to keep dipping into that, producing those chemicals, and eventually those chemicals and the, the payoff, the rush from those will overtake mm-hmm. the rush of the not so good chemicals. I 100% agree because that's exactly what it was for me. Um, and, um, and pushing and forcing myself to the opposite of what, you know, my body or my thoughts you know, we're battling against mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you could stay right here. And I literally had to tell myself, no, you know, I'm getting up. I'm getting out of mm-hmm. here. I'm not going to stay in this house today. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Even though, even when I was saying those words, it was right in the back of my mind. Don't you want to stay here? I literally had to not, had to close the door to my room. And I had to leave because if I had put any focus on the other thing that I was hearing, I would have never left, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was a constant and I had to do it every single day. But when I did take that first step, I felt so much better, Mm -hmm. but could not take myself to that point before until I made that decision Mm -hmm. because I knew where I was headed. And that's not where, even though it felt good at that time, that's not where I really wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So I had to push and fight my way through it. And that's the other side of it right? for me. And I, I just want to reiterate again that, um, you know, like you can get in that depression and you can feel like you're stuck there and you can feel like there's no way out, no open avenues. Um, your situation isn't changing. So, you know, what is there to not be depressed about perhaps? But the truth of the matter is, is that your body has now taken over and is in control of you and is controlling how you see the world, how you're viewing everything around you. And of course, if you're in that thought process of, you know, everything is in a bad way, then you're just gonna attract 
more of those types of situations. Everything you see is going to reinforce that. Mm-hmm. The people you talk to are going to reinforce that. Um, and so the thing is, you you have to just decide to take control of your body. And it may not be easy. You know, it may be that every day you're like, you know what, I'm going to sit here until I make myself smile. As a matter of fact, they have studies like that where um, people who were depressed, they had them smile at themselves in the mirror every day. I don't know, I'm going to say for like 10 minutes, they had to smile. And like a huge percentage of them cured themselves of depression just by being forced to smile at themselves in the mirror every day. Hmm. But just the act of smiling, that also creates those chemicals in your brain. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so like you know, just like with anything you want to do, you have to come up with some rituals. You know, um, it may be a certain time every day that you're going to spend that time, whether smiling or thinking of um, what you would like to be. You know, you want to be out of that depression. So, what would you like to do? Would you like to be playing at the park with your children? You know, would you like to be skipping? <laughs> And singing, you know, like, what would you like to be doing? And you put yourself, you envision that in your mind, and then your brain will make those chemicals, and eventually you will be doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is a, as Diana, as you were saying, um, it might be a fight, you know, but you just keep, it's like you just decide, I'm going to do this fight. I'm going to make my way through this. Yes, and that's the biggest, the biggest key, because the other side of that is it's not pretty. It really isn't. And, and um, um, every day when you talk about a ritual, a ritual, I had to get up. As soon as I woke up in the morning, I had to get up and um, put my gym clothes on and I had to get out of the mm-hmm. house. But if I waited, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this TV show. Then I was right back in that yeah. other state. So I couldn't allow myself to think anything differently I got up got my clothes on I went to the track and that and then I wasn't thinking about that other thing so what you were talking about as far as that different chemical it was um, taking over those other chemicals Mm -hmm. to the point where I wasn't thinking so uh, negatively and I wasn't feeling that sadness Mm -hmm. because I changed my I changed my body and I changed my thought process Mm -hmm. So I would encourage uh, our listeners to, you know, whatever it is that you have to do, there's definitely another side and make the decision that you no longer want to be in that space. You no longer want to be going down that spiral dark hole and you want to feel the sun, you want to feel happiness and you want to, again, the most important thing, you want to live and live a an abundant and beautiful happy life whatever that is to you you have the power to actually change it until next time this is our vet this is diana bye bye and by the way i have a free gift for you check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com that's a r v is in victor a t m c c l a ine.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.